Hello, and welcome to Pitas and Honey Bunches Pop Culture Spectacular, the only show that can't decide when his voice will change. Okay, and I decided. So it's the only show where we're going to start talking about ear cos... Oh, nope. Going to fuck up the word already. Ear colonoscopies. So I just saw an ad for a thing called The Spade. Haven't decided if I'm going to get it yet, because the more I learn about my body, the more terrified of it I am. Who wouldn't be? A sane person. Um, or an insane person wouldn't be. So, anyway, it's like when they did like the full body scans for like three yeah. grand. I'm like, I don't need that kind of aggravation. So there's this thing called the spade. It looks like a little silicon like shovel. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I can understand what a spade is because that's... Well, that's what the name of it is. Yeah. So it's like a little silicon shovel that's connected to like a camera that like is like on like a pen shape. Okay. Um, thing. And you can connect the camera to your phone via Wi-Fi. And yeah, and look inside see, your ear. Yeah, and like scoop out earwax as opposed to apparently pushing it in and compacting with it with a Q-tip. Q-tip. And they're like, oh, this is the crap we pulled out of our ears. And I'm like, okay, I want that crap out of my ears, but I also don't necessarily want to know what the inside of my ear looks like full of crap. Yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, but like, like that's... Like yes. Somewhat relative. Yes. Yeah. But like, depending on how much it is, I may feasibly buy it. Um, it's one of those where I'm like... It's like $35 on oh, Amazon. Oh, I'm done. Well... Ordering it. Depending on which ones you I'm want. I'm buying it today. Um, and I'll prime it. I'll have it by tomorrow. Um, I'll just spend the next two days off just looking at my own I'd research the ear. different brands, but... No, I want, like, name brand. I'm not, I'm not fucking with no uh, off-brand spade. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, like, the, like, it's terrifying. I would feel like if I got that, because I, I almost, like, thought about getting it to help clean up, you know. Like, you start thinking things. about it, like, maybe I'll hear better, like, maybe, like... But then I'm like, what if I push it in my ear too far and then I end up damaging Well, something? no, like, that's, like, I'm assuming that's why they got the camera that way. You don't, like, give yourself a brain massage. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, it's it's one of those, like, there's nothing pretty about the human body. When no. you break it down to, it's, at some point, nothing is pretty about the human body. I have been there for a childbirth. It starts breaking itself down after... Yeah. Like, no, like minute zero. I mean, every baby's born to die. We're all born to die. Yeah. And we're all just sacks of fucking meat and water and dirt. Um, <laughs> just saying. I mean, it's incredible that our eyes are, like, effectively, like, 3D peripheral cameras made of basically yeah. fucking jelly. That project like, the image upside down, and, but then and your brain, and Do you know that you're always seeing your nose, but your brain edits it out? Edits it out? Edits it out. No. Yep. Yeah, you're always seeing your nose. Your yeah, brain like just gets through rid your of peripherals it. or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's another, like, fucking anxiety I've got where I'm like, oh my god, I'm always seeing my nose. Where's my nose? There it I know, is. it throws me and off, too, because with my nose ring, like, I'll see the glistening, I'll think it's dust, and I'll constantly right. see my nose, and I look, I have to, like, close one eye, and be like, oh, it's just the, the nose ring. Well, and the weird part is, like, when you're wearing, you know, because obviously COVID, when you're wearing the mask, it cuts off, like, that, like, lower peripheral, but, like, I'm like, your brain should edit that shit out. Not fucking. You don't see your nose. I'll figure out a way around that. That's called, not that word. Circumlocution? Anyway, let's get into stuff. Um, 
I do want to say, actually, because we ended the episode, last episode on this, so we'll start this episode yeah. on this one. Uh, the MST3K Mystery Science Theater 3000 Kickstarter actually overachieved, which was great. Uh, its goal, uh, they were looking for 5.5 mil for the new season. They got 6.3 or 6.8. I can't remember off the top of my head since those numbers kind of look alike. Um, I was one of the donors. I'm super psyched. Um, I'm super psyched for all the swag, obviously. Um, I'll get to that in a second, but I'm just psyched to have another season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. I'm selling Christian off air. Um, the, the last two seasons that were on Netflix were just as funny, so hysterical. Um, but I get uh, I get a like a, a donor pledge exclusive D, uh, DVD box set. I get a T-shirt, a coin, a poster. Um, I name in the credits, which for me is that's like. I'm yeah. slowly building up my own IMDb. Um, as I was on uh, the news and Blinky's Fun Club in Denver. Oh. You're way too young to remember Blinky's Fun Club. but That I am. My dad also vandalized uh, Blinky the Clown's house. I can say that now since he's dead. There's no statute of limitations. But Blinky the Clown was like like a local, like, like you know, childhood yeah. or child show icon in Denver. And uh, he had a house in Colorado Springs where my dad lived. And he had, a, like, a carousel. Not, like, a fucking big fuck-off carousel, but a carousel yeah. nonetheless. We're like horses. And one time, one night, some vandals that may or may not have been my dad and at least one other of my uncles uh, got a hold of some paint, and they painted genitals on the horses anatomically correct. And apparently, my dad, as my dad told the story, that, like, the next, like, day or a couple days after that, on Blinky's Fun Club, the clown was like, and he goes, I remember him like having like a clenched jaw, like he goes, and some very naughty boys or girls in Blinky the Clown's fun, like, neighborhood did something bad to Blinky's house. So if you know anything about this, yeah. Um, I love that my dad like vandalized the clown's house. Um, and then they got called out like on. Oh, like called out. But anyway, um, so I'm super psyched. Oh, I got my snow glove, which is, it's hand-painted, hand-numbered. Like, it's going to be, and it's, like, exclusive to Yeah. So I uh, don't know where the fuck I'm going to put it. I just might mount it on my head. I don't know, like a <laughs> fucking unicorn. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'm super psyched to not only have more MST3K, but to get all my swag. Joel Hodgson, if you're listening, where's my fucking shit? Um, Speaking of new shit, uh, great segue, Doug. Um, I finally started watching the new ep- uh, season of Legends of Tomorrow, um, a show that is, uh, this is the sixth season, and I do recommend it to you, Christina. Okay. Um, it started out as kind of like a weird, like, time travel, like, kind of like Suicide Squad Guardians of the Galaxy type of like, oh, it's a band of misfits, and yeah. they must get together to stop Big Bad. Um, appreciate you. And, uh... It didn't really. It didn't really get legs until maybe the middle of the second season, where they were like, "Oh, we're just going to be meta and parody stuff and make crazy jokes, and be self-aware." And it became one of my favorite shows of the DC TV CW. Um, and every season, like they're fighting off a new, like kind of general threat. Um, last season was uh, Souls from Hell. Yeah. Uh, this season, well, last season started with uh, Sarah Lance White Canary. Um, being abducted by aliens and no one knew it. This season starts off with them realizing she's been abducted by aliens. Thanks. You told me that, I think, last week that they were literally walking out and she just said, boink. Yep. 
Uh, she gets uh, she gets abducted. Spoilers, obviously. Um, she gets abducted while Nate, this one of the characters, is pouring his heart out over his lost love to, I mean, air quotes, David Bowie, as it's London '77. Um, that's when they were partying. Uh, they realize that David Bowie is like singing about Sarah. That he has like um, like a super eight video of like the abduction because it was like this is crazy. Uh, you find out that Sarah was going to propose to her girlfriend, Ava. Um, they're trying to figure out, like, where she was abducted. There's a new legend that was abducted by aliens and has some kind of weird telepathic alien power or something. Don't know too much about her yet. Um, Sarah, of course, gets released from her pod, decides, like, she's going to get back to Earth, to her yeah. girlfriend. Um, and you also find out that one of the, like kind of main or reoccurring characters, Gary, is an alien. Like, this is, like, left field, like, you're like, holy shit, Gary's an alien. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, like, he puts on his glasses, he transforms into Gary, and it's like, Gary was an alien the entire time. For six seasons, no one knew. Um, he worked for the Time Bureau, he was learning magic from John Constantine, and is a fucking alien. And apparently he's the alien fiancé to the what's going to be, like, the big bad. Because now they're chasing down uh, aliens that have, like, dangerous aliens that have, um, because they kind of blow up the ship, um, sort of. But they open the airlock. And all the dangerous aliens get released into the time stream. So now they've got to track down the dangerous aliens in different times, setting up, like, kind of the theme of the season. Yeah. But it's great because they're like, oh my god, we've never seen this. And Ava goes... She goes, this is amazing. And they're like, why? And she goes, this much chaos can only be caused by one person, and that means Sarah's alive. And I almost fucking openly wept. So I was like, what a great, sweet, yet badass way of saying, like, there's hope. Yeah. Like, she's like, there's only one person that could accidentally knock aliens into the time stream, and that's Sarah Lance, the White Canary. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for Legends uh, this season. Nice. Um, and then uh, hot on the heels of that, they've also, and this has been news for a couple weeks, they're doing a uh, Black Lightning spinoff with Painkiller, who's the guy who uh, can inject you with poison with his skin. Or, yeah, he's got skin poison, or skin antidote, it's been released. But basically, he was used by a government agency on blah, 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 turned into a weapon, very Wolverine-ish. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, he has now taken like the like uh, like he's taken over like their secret bank accounts and is now like dismantling them. Um, it's like uh, akin to um, Wolverine taking down Weapon X okay. or the Weapon Plus program. Because I know our friend Calvin might correct me if I say Weapon X as opposed or uh, Weapon X as opposed to Weapon Plus. Um, and uh, so anyway. Uh, yeah, so it looks great. He's basically Black Batman. I guess he's like Black Wolverine, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, he's got like a support crew, like a tech guy, and some kind of weird cultural liaison character um, that like he saved from like drug abuse, got him clean, like, and they're just like taking down motherfuckers. Um, I'm excited um, because Painkiller is basically two characters like kind of warring over the same body. It's like the good personality Khalil, who's like. Yes, I have all these like martial arts like programmed in my brain like the Matrix, yeah. but we shouldn't kill anyone. And then there's Painkiller, who's like, kill everyone, burn everything down, we'll sort it out in the ashes. Um, and they're kind of always like taking over the body randomly or with permission or 
Um, so really cool dynamic for like, the, the protagonist. So I'm excited for Painkiller. Um, I would say get into it, but there is a fair amount of kind of continuity since yeah. you've got like four seasons of Black Lightning, and I think he comes out on season... Well, he's in season one as Khalil. And I got other things to catch up on that you've introduced me to. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I always complain I don't have enough time to watch shit, but I seem to find the time to watch a fair amount of shit. Mine is just finding time to play video games and watch shit. We'll get into video games. Uh, That's not a bad segue. No, no. And you provided it. Yeah. Ooh, one of the few that I actually managed to provide that works. But, um, yeah, as we talked about on... Last month, last week, um, you got me into Horizon Zero Dawn, which I just started. Um, due to kind of like finishing up school and everything, I was only able to kind of get part of the intro till um, the, um, the, uh, the the proving, the reckoning. Thank you. Was, was it yeah, the proving? the proving, where she's just about to go to that. She's going to meet him because he ran, Rost ran off. Yeah. And like, I'll meet you at Mother's Nest or whatever. Like, literally, it's where I'm at this morning. So yeah. I started replaying it because I was jealous that it's I get to experience for the first time. Oh, I really am. So, oh, so jealous. Um, so I started replaying it, and of course, fucking PlayStation 4 has weird brain as well, where um, I, that was the first game I played on PlayStation 4 years and years and many moons ago. And uh, so I re-got it. Um, With and, it being free on PlayStation. Well, I had already paid for it. It was just in my yeah, library. library, yeah. Um, and I had gotten the season pass so I could get the Frozen Wilds DLC. Because like within like 20 minutes of playing that game, I was like, I'm I'm buying this. And uh, I'm glad you told me that it was free so I could get it all for free. It's one of those like if you like Ghost of Tsushima, I knew you would like Horizon Zero Dawn. It's the same kind of like open world mechanics. Yeah. Radically different story. I wish there was co-op though, like where you could do online play with people. Yeah, but, but the thing is, like, there's no. I can't think of how you would do a co-op on Horizon without like another like year of programming because like it would have to be like taking yeah. out raid bosses or something. And the thing is, they're all playing the same character. Whereas with Tushima, you have like well, I feel kinds like they could Roman. do something like with Ghost of Tushima, where they have like a Legends mode, and you can choose a character that you've actually, encountered in the story. Actually, of all the tribes, that's actually not a bad idea because you, you haven't. Got all right, creators of. Horizon Zero Dawn, we just got you a whole new... Basically, uh, Sony and um, uh, Gorilla. Yeah. But, uh, so I started getting in, back into it, and I was like, okay, like, I'm kind of, you know, not really huge spoilers for you, because you're going to come across it eventually. Yeah. Um, and it's not... But uh, I was like, man, I'm really going to miss the uh, force field armor. And uh, so I booted it up, and lo and behold, much like with Days Gone, it remembered where I left off. After I deleted the game data years ago, and I was just like, "Fuck yes, new game plus, all about it." Gonna make fighting those robot dinosaurs a little easier. <laughs> um, and that's not a spoiler. That's on the fucking cover of the game. So yeah, those um, mechs, the fucking T Rexes, and the fucking the bears in um, now you just got to the the horse version ones and the little the watchers yeah the little watcher guys yeah the little i would they're, call mini velociraptors is like robotic they're much, yeah. they're and then the um it's like the giant cat one where you have to go outside and he's like hey you're the gonna prowler or whatever they're called yeah it starts with an s 
Uh, I don't remember the game. But yeah. Super that well, but you will eventually have to fight a T-Rex, and the bears in the bears in the expansion are. Are they about as bad as the bears in Ghost of Tsushima? Because I hate the bears in Ghost of Tsushima. I think, I, as I remember, the the bears in Horizon are worse. Oh, shit. Because the thing is, like, they're fucking robots. So I they know. have, like, specific, like, Attack weak method. points yeah. that you're... Fo- like, I forgot how Focus worked, and I was like, one badass game mechanic. I forgot how cool Focus was. Yeah, you hit the... R3. Yeah, R3, and then you can, like, lock on, and and it pinpoints the yellow weak spots that you can... Yep, 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 yep. And the watchers, it's just their eye at the front, right? Um, Other ones, it's, like, the antelope ones are, like, it's their horns, and, like, there's, like, they have, like, gas tanks on the back or something. So, yeah, the horse ones have, like, a gas tank on the back, and there's, like, something else in their chest, but the gas tank is easier to hit. And it blows them up. Yep. And it kills them one. Splash damage, as as, as kids say. Um, But, yeah, I'm playing that... uh, as well as playing uh, Disco Elysium, which is kind of a text-based point-and-click. Great humor, great story, great voice acting. Uh, not that quickly paced, comparably to something like Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Days... Or is it on? What am I thinking? Uh, Horizon, uh, Pizza Titan, Go, yeah. whatever the fuck I was playing there for a half, half a second. Um, so I, oh yeah, I, that mech pizza delivery It's thing. fun, but like, there's not a whole lot to it. Yeah. Eventually, I'm going to have to fight Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, legally distinct from Chuck E. Cheese, but yes. Did you know Chuck E. Cheese's full name? No. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Okay. And he has a really sad orphan backstory where he never had a birthday. Why do you find this information? The internet is not a good place for me. Wikipedia... And I should not get along. But we get along too well. You really do. Um, also, like, I don't know, like, I just, like, I start looking, like, there was a, a Reddit about, like, what the inside of the um, stovetop helper, or whatever that's called, yeah. hamburger helper, like, glove is, and people were like, it's cute, or like, it's, it was either cute or demonic. Like, there was no in-between. Because um, you gotta figure, it's a sentient hand. Is it a bunch of, like, living, ground-up beef? Well, it's got to have, like, bones because it moves. Like, therefore, it must have muscles. But, like, it also, like, must have, like... It's got a face as well. So it looks like something out of the fucking Necronomicon. Um, anyway. How far in? Shit, I can't see. Almost 20 minutes. Nice. Um, shit, I'm almost at the end of my list. Fuck. I thought I had more to talk about. Um... Well, now, like, with me being not in school anymore, I should be able to get farther into Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Which I am hoping to, because I did really like it. Um, I started off, because it gives you different options if you want to do story, if you want to go just straight into different modes. I just went straight for story, just because I... Fucking wussy. But, okay, okay. Fuck you. Based on... (laughs) Okay, now hold on. Like, I, I get that based on, like, time constraint. Yeah. But yeah, like one, you're put up against like multiple cutscenes back to back to back to back to back. So you're basically. But I've never it. known anything about it, so that's why I wanted to do the story mode because that's how I am on new games, and I wanted to learn more about it. I always play normal because usually it's fairly balanced, unless of course you're playing the new fucking Immortals: Phoenix Rising DLC. But just like I did with no Ghost of Tsushima, I actually think I started on medium. I didn't start on easy. I started on medium. I think that's, I think that's the best way to like. 
Yeah, but because usually on games like that, I would always go the easy route because I was like, this is new to me, I don't know this. But I yeah. wanted to know the story of Horizon Zero Dawn. Now maybe like give me like a week of going through it and be like, screw this. The story is fucking amazing. That's why I wanted to do the story That's too. Super itchy about like like itchy like eager for the the sequel. So if you do like the story, if I had hit like medium, it would have done the story the same. Right? Oh yeah. It's oh, just, see, that's why I got confused. Like, I thought it was like yeah, I could just jump in. And... Yeah, it's it's more watching it than playing it with story mode. Um, yeah. Easy. It's just like. No, I just went straight to story. Nah, no. See, I always start on at least normal. Um, I might go difficult on New Game Plus just because I've got better weapons. Like, I've got... Well, you don't know who the fuck Silence is. Um, Yet. No, and that doesn't spoil anything because you don't know what that means. Um, But, uh... I lost my train of thought. Uh... Let's see what else. We're talking about difficulties and everything, and then... Yeah, I just always do normal, normal. like, because... In most games, like you can, ch- like you can change the difficulty level like halfway fucking through. You might not get certain trophies doing it, um, and I don't know. I I know I don't have a hundred percent in Horizon. Yeah. Though I don't know why. I'm going to be looking into that because maybe it's something. Oh no, I know. There's. It's probably some kind of like kill an enemy with like every kind of trip caster or whatever. Yeah. Like I fucking those in transversal. I know that there's one trophy that says kill 30 enemy human enemies with headshots and I'm like that is like my biggest downfall in games with bows and arrows because I just uh, it depends on how the the AI is on that because I found that like with Hitman the AI is like smart enough that like, that's really fucking hard. But something like uh, Tushima, I could do a lot of headshots. I just, um, I'm really bad with just the mechanics of a bow and arrow on controls, so I like more of the physical attacks. It's just how I am. I know. I'm still waiting to find a goddamn freaking rabbit and watch it go rolling down the hill. I'm trying to, yeah, I think I'm, it's like when you have to like, I mean, it's just a physics glitch. I mean, it just But I wonder if they fixed it. Oh God, I hope they didn't. I know. Because that's when I was like, I wanted to take like video of it and be like, this is seriously my favorite part of the game, and your story is amazing. But like, just a thump, 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 and it sounds like so fucking weird. Um, God, yeah. Like usually when they roll down a hill, they do one or two rolls and then they stop. But this one just mm. it just like it doesn't understand like how big the hill is. Oh, I forgot how, like how you like slide down rocks and stuff. Like the physics in it is so great. Um, and then uh, on New Game Plus, it was kind of cool because I was like trying to get used to the controls again. I was like, oh, that makes some amount of sense. Um, and I hit focus and forgot what it looked like, and I was like, what the fuck is that thing moving? I'm like, I'm gonna shoot this fox up the butthole. And I did. At the quote Deadpool, right up Main Street. Like I said, it was like walking away from me. I'm like, go in for the chocolate starfish. Just got it. And then I was like, I just started this game and I shot a fox in the ass. Literally. Oh my god. I'm so proud of myself. I swear to God, if I ever came up with a video game where it was like part of some kind of programming thing, where I could like suggest like trophies, I would have a trophy of like shoot either one or 30 people in the butt. Yep, I can see you doing like, that. Like, yeah, absolutely. It would be akin to like um what was the one from Tomb Raider where like you have to like kill a chicken with a rocket a flame arrow or whatever I think you did Tomb Raider it was like a turkey or something wasn't yeah, it? oh yeah yeah it was like shoot a turkey with an explosive arrow and it was like Thanksgiving dinner was like the name of the trophy or something um 
Like, that's the kind of stuff I love where you're like, this is fucking crazy. Fun, but crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think any other games that, like, had super fucking weird trophies. I'd have to research, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there were weird ones. I know in Days Gone, like, there's, like, a pack of them that are, like, um, Queen lyrics. Oh, really? Yeah, to Don't Stop Me Now. Um, it was, like, Mr. Fa- uh, Mr. Fahrenheit, like, Make You Go Faster, like, whatever, but yeah. the lyrics are not coming to me immediately off the top of my head, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of fucking weird, I don't know. Anyway, uh, running out of steam at this point. So the last thing... Oh, shit! Carnage trailer. Yes! Um, so the Carnage trailer... Well, not Carnage trailer. It's Venom. Shit, what's the name of it? Venom something something Carnage. Um, it's like Venom Let There Be Carnage or something. Um, Christine, I'm assuming you don't know Carnage's backstory. I'll do a short version. No. Um, well, you've seen Venom. Yeah. Okay. So... Sinjin not some alien that symbiotic living yeah, that yeah thing. Bonds Eddie uh, uh, Eddie yeah um, yep. Calvin Eddie Brock thank you Eddie Brock I kept wanting to say Ed Hardy and I was like nope one tattoo guy <laughs> two like it's Tom Hardy's name yeah Eddie um, Bonds with Eddie Brock who's a reporter disgraced reporter uh, so the symbiote reproduces uh, asexually and then uh, that symbiote bonds with a serial killer named Cletus Cassidy. And that's how you get carnage? That is how you get carnage. Uh, one of the most violent Spider-Man villains ever. And they actually do make reference in the trailer that, like, Spider-Man's not around. Because at one point, like, Cletus Cassidy, played by Woody Harrelson, is like, yeah, like, in this world, like, we're all waiting for a hero, but the hero never comes. And as he's saying that, he, like, slaps a spider on the table. And I was like, Okay. That was a slight jab to Marvel. Yep. Um, but I'm excited. I mean, a serial killer with a symbiote's never a good thing. No. Um, and he looks terrifyingly like his comp counterpart. Um, and Woody Harrelson's a good fucking actor. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited. I mean, they tease him at the end of the first Venom. Um, there's a lot of funny parts where, like, the symbiote is, like, trying to make breakfast, like, its tendrils are making breakfast and fucking everything yeah. up and singing. Um, as Eddie, uh, Eddie Brock is drinking his coffee, uh, there's a part where the bodega owner, Miss Chen, is like, hi, Eddie, hi, Venom, and the little symbiote, like, comes out, like, waves at her. And then at one point, I guess she didn't get something that he wanted, like, ordered in, and he's like, we should eat Miss Chen. He's like, no, we shouldn't eat Miss Chen. And she goes, what? He goes, Nothing. Oh, yeah, because he's talking to it. And he's talking to it, but like, no one else can hear him. And that's still Tom Hardy doing the voice. Yeah. Um, which was kind of cool. I always loved the line where uh, the symbiote in the first one, he sees the dog and he goes, What is that? It looks delicious. <laughs> and he's like, Don't eat anyone's head. Don't eat don't people. Don't eat the dog. Don't yeah, eat. don't eat Stanley. Um, I mean, Rest in peace, Stanley. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I wore my. Uh, Remembrance Stanley showed a couple of days ago and someone was asking me about it. I'm like, that one fucking hurt. He just, I, I mean, I know he was old. I get it. And then I, I read an article that like his daughter was like doing like the like financial like senior abuse stuff, and I'm like, yeah. it just fucking broke my heart. Um, and I don't want to make myself sad. So on that note, we're signing off. I didn't realize we never introduced each other. 
which should have been part of the intro. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm Honey Bunches, a.k.a. Dog. I was joined uh, by PETA, a.k.a. Pain in the Ass, a.k.a. Christina. You can say your catchphrase if you'd like. What up, nerds? Uh, should we say so long, nerds, actually? Yeah, so long, nerds. I'm fighting a migraine. I haven't been all there. And I'm running out of steam, so uh, still without an outro. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, PETA's, and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The B-A-C-N on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com. Yeah.